everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my co-host. Say hi, Bashy. Hi, Bashy. <laughs> She's stupid ass. <laughs> and the trash bag of San Diego is here, Miss Mariam T. Megan's not on this episode. <laughs> that was a good setup for you. <laughs> Say hi, Miss Miriam. Hi, she heard me, Miss Miriam T, and I'm plagued with junior high level acne. Aww. Oh. And Eric's oh. here too. Say hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Oh, you're pulling a bash too? I'm pulling a bash. He's doing this joke. Why, why do I bother with these people? <laughs> Today, you guys, we're going to get into some stories. Some secrets and confessions. But first, before I want to get into all that, I want to get whoever watched it last night was the season finale of All Stars, RuPaul's All Stars. I watched it. I know Miss Miriam T and Eric did. I wanted to get your take on the winner and how you feel about it and how you feel about the whole season because we really didn't cover it a whole lot on our show. So what did you think, Miss Miriam T? I'm going to start with you. Um, okay, so here's what I thought. Um, here are my general thoughts. Oh my God, I'm so glad that India Farah got back on All Stars. I think she has shown that she has grown a lot and that yeah. mug and I love her looks. I live for her. Um, I was super happy with the top three, although I thought it was very predictable. I thought like oh. from day one that Cracker, Shay, Juju were the yeah. top three. Um, I wanted Juju B to win, um, but thought that Shay's win was 100% deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I have a special, I have, Jujubee was the first um, big drag queen to ever discover Miriam like eight years ago when I was doing drag. Yeah. And I got to like hang out backstage oh. with her and smoke a blunt with her and like hang out with her and her fiance for a couple hours. And we used to chat online. Um, I don't have that account anymore, so I don't get to talk to her really. Um, but she is really, <laughs> really awesome and looks like a really cool person. And, um, but I think, I think Shay is just the epitome of black excellence. And I think it's really cool that we have a, we have a current reigning drag race winner, a Miss Congeniality and an all-star for the first time ever, all black queens. I think that's really cool. Um, I thought last night was the most boring all-star season finale yet. Um, (laughs) I know. What did you think, Eric? Because I know you, you've been watching religiously all season. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I thought, I thought it was a great season. It was really fun to watch up to this point. Um, like there was a lot of funny jokes, a lot of funny perform, like fun performances, but I thought the finale was, yeah, I would say kind of boring. It was really expected. There was, I mean, they all loved each other, which is great and nice to see, but doesn't make for great television. And, um, like the only thing they kept talking about was like going back to the, the Alliance storyline that no one cared about anymore. See, I, I was with you, Miss Miriam. I really wanted Juju B to win because to me, Juju B is a probably out of the top three, the most rounded performer. Meaning if you took drag completely out of Juju B, she'd be able to make it on a television show, a stand-up comedian. Yeah. That type of thing where Shay is all 100% what you expect from a top drag queen. And she deserved the win just as just oh as any gosh. of the other three. Um, I hope the next winner is either a Hispanic winner or someone from um, the Asian culture because I haven't seen that and 
win yet. That's why I was kind of rooting for um, Alexis Mateo this season because it would have been cool to see like her win, especially. Well, you do have Bianca. Bianca Del Rio is technically Hispanic. Yeah, but, but that was it. Would have been have, like, nice a... to see a new one. Somebody new, young, fresh. Yeah, we don't have a Puerto yeah. Rican or like. No. Um, like a first generation Mexican American. There yeah. hasn't been a big girl winner or, no. or an Asian winner. I know. And it would have been really cool to see that coming up um, in the next seasons. But I felt that All Stars was good, but I agree with Eric. They really pushed the India talking shit about people. That storyline too much because I don't think they had enough drama. Yeah. And I think. Season third or twelve of RuPaul's Drag Race and All Stars seemed very safe and nice for some reason. Yes. The vibes, yeah. and yeah. I don't know if that happened um, during the editing process because of the climate the country's in. So they wanted to be a little more uplifting, um, or if that's just what they had to work with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't know either, but it was very, it was just a timid season yeah. as a whole. I will say another note. I did really like how they let all the form, all the contestants do that final runway. Oh, I, I love that, that idea. Really cool. I did love also, that too. And it was one of the, the best true, runways. They all looked oh, amazing so runway. good. Yeah. But I think the true winner of last night's episode was Michelle Visage's fucking eye makeup. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved her hair. Her yes. hair Michelle, looked amazing. Michelle looked like the winner of All Stars last yeah. night. Her eye makeup, that pointed uh, six, the uh, was, and then yeah. she had the hair pulled back oh. here, done, and then I was big. It was so good. Yeah. Who do you I think did it? Like, I, I think, um, I think Raven, Hector does right? all of her makeup now. He's a he's a pretty well known makeup yeah. artist, but she, he's been doing a lot of her makeup the last couple yeah. years. But I because yeah, I thought it was Raven. Yeah, Raven does no, RuPaul's, right? She's been six hours on RuPaul. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! Oh, she just well, yeah, that makes sense. That, yeah. Well, that's how Ru. It doesn't take six hours to paint, but Ru likes to take that time because Ru watches the Golden Girls and drinks coffee and talks and like walks mm -hmm. around the studio. Yeah, yeah. Ru <laughs> likes to take six to seven hours to get ready. I Not also that it, oh. that felt that like the process for yeah. all stars too um that she kind of gave the same vibe to season 12 like really impressed with the queens like she seemed I, genuinely like wow they're these are yeah some of the Rue best, has seemed, the best. Seemed more in it the last couple yeah of i think yeah. so way more connected why like, do you oh think God, that is miss marion um, I think because the producer saw all the people online talking about how robotic she was and disconnected. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, that's just like what happens with people. You start out on this project and like you can go and look seasons like one through five. RuPaul was very nurturing. And then and right. then when the show really blew up and she was doing a million yeah. projects, it was very in out robotic. Da, 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 da. Yeah. She probably didn't even realize that she was doing it. She's like, bitch, yeah. I'm making money. I'm doing a show. Blah, blah, blah. And then everybody online was like, this bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's why she wiped her social media as kind of a let's start fresh. Let's start over. Or, or what's another theory, Ms. Mariam T? Wow. Well, <laughs> controversies. And stuff. Yes. Well, okay. So there was a little bit of drama uh, about a month ago where 
Tyra Sanchez reportedly posted Ooh. RuPaul and Michelle Visage's phone numbers, but I think the actual T was that the phone number for RuPaul was saved to look like RuPaul's number, but it was actually uh, the police headquarters to arrest to, uh, to make complaints to arrest the cops for Breonna Taylor's murder. I think it was like a ploy thing. Oh, okay. Got However, it. Ru got an, a little bit of water. I don't know the I don't know the context, but there is a picture of Ru in black and white where he is dressed. He's basically doing blackface, mm-hmm. but he is black, but he's like making fun of a, a, a certain I thing. I remember this, uh, yeah. And I know he got a lot of heat for it. And then with the drama with Tyra, something happened, completely wiped out his Instagram. Michelle yeah. locked hers down and Ruse hasn't popped back up yet. So I'm not entirely sure what's Ooh. going on there. But yeah. Weird. I, like, I think some people were trying to come for her for wearing the Confederate flag swimsuit. In the, oh, in the for Tuong Fu? Yeah. And I'm like, you guys are so stupid. It's funny you bring that up. I was just talking about that like a couple of days ago. And my friend was like, oh, that's pretty cool that she used, she did that back then because it was so in your face. My, yeah. my friend is African-American. So she was like, you know, I just like, didn't realize that this happened. If you don't get it, it's just like the it, I've talked about it before. The members of our community just trying to eat each other instead of like actually going against. Yeah, like, we need to stop doing that. To understand <laughs> the political move of of, of dropping down a, a big black woman, a big black drag queen from the ceiling in an in a Confederate flag bathing suit. Like yeah. fuck yeah, fuck the police, fuck the man, fuck yeah, the white man, fuck exactly. The yeah, but it also too, Miss Miriam, <sighs> when that came out, it was a total different time than it was now. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so politically charged. So for her to make that statement to filmmakers of dropping, like you said, this big black drag queen in the Confederate flag was was like a statement back then when the movie came out. But I think, like, we've talked about this on the show before. Um, people are just so ready to jump and cancel people right now. And I don't yeah. know if it's because people are bored out of their minds and need to get a hobby of some kind. Or or if people are just overly sensitive. I don't know what it is. But I see it a lot on social media. I think people think that they're like, I think people think that canceling is the best thing they can yeah. do. When actually the best thing you can do is donate money, get your hands dirty, go yeah. work. Go protest, yeah. like go on, go do something rather than yeah. They just sit behind a, a phone and scream at people. On also, too, somebody. the people that do that is this mindset of um, they I'm right, you're wrong, shut the fuck up. It's a and lot of no that. Yeah, ground. it's so, a lot of self righteousness when people go on social media and and want to cancel people because they feel my opinion is the right opinion and the only opinion, and yours doesn't count. And can I, I jump that, in on that? Yeah. Go ahead, Bashi. So, like, I think what a lot of people need to realize, too, is that when they start jumping into, like, an online comment, like, just crazy witch hunt thing, like, it's usually perpetrated by some kind of foreign actor whose job it is to just sit there and sow discord in America. So that, yeah. that, that like, initial fucking thing that happened is probably coming out of, like, an Eastern Bloc country that's been hired by the Russians just to like comment. Like half of the that's shit that's people. said online in comments is fake. It's just yeah. there to A get us all box. riled up. Yeah. So we need to stop infighting with each other and really focus on like what the matter at hand is and how people to. People just it. need to get off of social media and have conversations face to face. I just it. wish people realize like how the internet fucking works and like yeah. how it influences you. But Bashy, I mean, people can't even put on a fucking mask. Do you think they're gonna understand the internet? People, people that's think why that I'm scared. 
People think that they're selling children out of armoires on Wayfair. Okay. I know. I know. Okay. Look, I mean, like, <laughs> I, look, if, if, if it makes people feel better, sure. FBI go look into that. I think they yeah. should, whatever. But do you really think like billionaires selling kids are going to post that shit on Wayfair? It's on the dark yeah. web if it's anywhere. Like yeah. they're not going to put that out anywhere that anybody can see it. But I, I feel know. so. I feel so bad for Chrissy Teigen. She, she literally blocked. Like I read, she blocked like a million people yeah. this week. For I love her. I love her Twitter. All of the all of these because you know the Hollywood sex ring and the the the, the murdering of the children and the mm-hmm. celebrities drinking children's blood rumors that have just gone absolutely through yeah. the roof during mm-hmm. quarantine. Yeah. For whatever reason, they've made Chrissy Teigen like the face of it. What? Yeah. And as someone who was on a television show with Chrissy Teigen, I can vouch and say. <laughs> Didn't that show get canceled after one episode? Wonder, so this door behind me has been sitting there for a month on my bed. Yeah. It's Wayfair. <laughs> Speaking of, is there a child in it? I know. <laughs> I what did she do with a, the child that came with I, it? I actually bought a whole wardrobe set before all this happened, and now I'm like, oh, I better not fucking tell anybody I got Wayfair wardrobe. <laughs> well, you just what, did. Yeah. What did you do with baby Jeffrey? Where is he? Yeah, I checked. He? Nobody was in it. Oh my oh, God. Can man. you imagine? It was like on the Hillcrest app. I know. <laughs> Bash is accused. Oh my God. Now, no, I'm now trending. <laughs> Oh my God. But yeah, I, the, oh, I, before we move on to another topic, I wanted to get Miss Miriam, especially, but all of your opinions on the new RuPaul show coming out where it's like documentary style reality TV about Vegas, the Vegas show. Um, that's coming out. What do you guys think of that? That sounds interesting. I just saw one, I just saw one picture promo. Is it, is it a limited series or is it a one episode, one and done? I think it's a limited series and it's like the backstage happenings of the live show at the Flamingo of RuPaul's Drag Race. That kind of stuff makes me so wet. They they teased Cameron and Vanjie like kissing and yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's what Eric said. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure those girls touring with each other. Somebody's pumping somebody's guts. Oh like, god! Like, yeah. Oh god! <laughs> oh, yeah. but but I god, like that, that was <laughs> the most graphic description of sex I've ever heard. Pumping, pumping each other's. Yeah. Guts. Ew. I mean, have Ew. you guys seen? Have you guys seen Cameron Michaels' nudes online? Yes. No. They're very no. Lovely. Everything. They're very lovely. That boy got a big old fucking dick. Yeah. And Miss Vanjie's a little, little tiny thing, so. Big old dick. <laughs> I like the premise because I love, like, when they pull the curtain back and you get, like, the them out of drag and, like, their real life, like, a little snippet oh. of what happens behind the scenes. I love that That's shit. The- Oh yeah, I, I'm dripping right now. Yeah. Like it's Ew. gonna be good. Oh my scene. god, get a mop. <laughs> I use a She's swiper. Flooded. <laughs> yeah, anything like you got water my- damage insurance? Yeah. Jesus Honey. Christ. <laughs> so stories, you guys. I I when I was researching this, one of the oldest did okay, I'm gonna let you guys guess. What was the oldest book? Uh, mechanically published book, meaning it was published by like a machine in mass production, like on a printing press when you yeah. were publishing books. Yeah, way back in the day when I used in the fifteenth century. Well, it was before that, actually. <laughs> Guess what book it is? Okay, 
Does it have to do with like animals and a boat and um, some bread and some fishies and a big man and a little rock? Um, yes, it does. I love that book. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, I love the stories. They're so cute. They're oh, cute. They're very lovely stories. Open. He made this, and then they killed yeah. their first one because there was no blood. Oh, what yeah. was it called? Somebody I was, I was the boxcar children. Charmin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, the main character had an entourage of gay men, 12 of them. Yes, the main character was hung, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Harry yeah. Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> Close. <laughs> come on, come uh, on. What could it possibly be? What is uh, it? The, I think the, the lead Pornhub. actor, the lead character, it's you know, had a thing with a prostitute <laughs> and everything. So, I mean. That was a sequel. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you guys haven't guessed, it's the Bible, but it's oh. the Gutenberg Bible. Oh. It, what is it, Rob? Gutenberg Bible, sorry. It was um, originally the first copies um, were printed between 1454 and 1455 AD. But that is not the oldest um, published book i think let me find it the oldest one how do you say this rob we were trying to figure it out earlier is it gilgamesh no no etruscan golden book the etruscan golden gargamel oh i know etruscan golden um book was discovered only 70 years ago while digging a canal in bulgaria on the river and it's (laughs) the oldest like written um book and it's all gold pages and everything and yeah it's really interesting gold. it is 2060 73 years old yeah jesus wow oh so so 2673 <laughs> i don't have my glasses that's why they're right here just in case listen velma um so the bible <laughs> yeah and you had uh, an interesting post this week with Related to religion, Miss <laughs> Mary and T. If we're going to get into stories this week, go ahead. What Let, happened? Let's hear the okay. what the, happened. The drama you put out there and stirred I, the pot. I heard. With. I heard something oh. happened, but I didn't get the full gist of it. If you guys know me, you know I love to occasionally make a controversial status and then just be like. I'm out and just let people go in because I don't really do all that. However, I think as a country that we need to have a very serious discussion about the connection of the fake white Jesus, toxic masculinity, and white supremacy. <laughs> because white Jesus never existed. Um, never. I don't. Think Jesus that- is as real as my 32 inch waist. Okay, let's okay. be honest. Uh, I don't think. Um, I don't think that pictures of white Jesus should be allowed in church. Um, from what I remember, when I wasted all that time going to church um that you can't do false idols and i'm pretty sure if you're brown that's false um i also don't think that there would be nearly as many christians if jesus was portrayed as a brown person um much less a brown person with long hair wearing a fucking dress like he did in the goddamn desert with probably dreaded hair because he roamed the goddamn desert um i think all of these racist people would have an absolute come apart and that christianity wouldn't be such the fucking problem it is that it is because at this point it's a fucking problem miss Miriam, Uh, remind the audience how did you grow up was it baptist i I grew up i grew up baptist yeah not southern baptist Baptist. okay there's There's a a difference? difference yeah southern baptist um southern baptist uh believe in closed communion 
Baptists believe in open communion. Oh, that's okay. the basic okay. fundamental difference between Baptists and, and Catholics Christians. believe we're eating flesh and blood. Yeah, yeah. Catholics <laughs> are on their own demented like serial TV show or something over in the They're corner. Like, this isn't a representation of the body. This is the body. This is the blood. I was like, ah! <laughs> rapers of children's killers of nuns. Yeah. Get the Catholics the but fuck see, out of here. Growing up Jehovah all. Witness and in the literature within Jehovah Witness that fuck I remember, too. Jesus looked more Middle Eastern than white America. I, I remember yeah. that specifically because oh, really? I remember thinking, Oh, okay. He's hot. Dark hair like me. Must yeah. Okay. Olive skin. <laughs> yeah, that's what I remember. But also, too, if you look at the different cultures that have Christianity, and you go to those countries, um, Jesus slightly resembles the population, the popular, the the most popular yeah. um, race within that country. As in America, it's pretty white, but most of that no, comes from white. it is white. white. Um, yeah. It comes from Europe. That's where it all came from. And if you go back through like art history, from what I remember, um, when you weren't, weren't Christian- you there to see it? Are you done with this entire <laughs> joke you tell every week about my age? We're going to talk about age. We're not going to get into your drink. Um, but oh. the reason why <laughs> they, they, all of the, de- um, Renaissance, they had pictures of Jesus looking very European, as most of the people back then were illiterate. So the only way the churches could educate the people with was with art, whether it was stained glass, statues, or paintings. So they depicted Jesus to look like the common people that were that they were trying to get the message out to. And when they came over to America to colonize, they brought that with them. So that's why, um, for the most part, Jesus is white here in America, which doesn't represent what America is now in 2020 and hasn't been for a long time. In- I, I, I remember being a 12-year-old and like yeah. looking up at the cross and thinking, Blue Jesus, Jesus has some really Rips. hot abs. abs. Jesus, <laughs> I'm serious. He was made me gay. Jesus so hot. As okay, this is a good thing. As a gay man, did you have fantasies about Jesus? No. Oh my God. Well, not you. You were Catholic. You were like the Catholic guilt. Yeah, but I wanted Catholic too. You know, not once in your life. No, I didn't. No, Jesus. No, no. I did look at him and think he was hot, but I didn't have fantasies about it. Oh, interesting. But Miriam. You steered up this conversation on social media this week. And let me tell you, people were chiming in with a lot of opinions. The only negative people was my piece of shit brother, who I don't talk to, and um, uh, my aunt's husband's uh, child, who I also don't really talk to, um, who somehow said find the time to comment on a status about Jesus, but have never once in the last two or three years commented on anything um, that I have done, like my tour in Australia or getting books to do Asking Gay Ski Week or all the dozens of shows and cool things I've gotten to do. But they can find time to put down their piece of shit Bible and talk to me about that. Um, But that's why I don't fucking deal with family. I'm not a family person. Um, And my brother, if you're listening, which you're not, um, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, I'm curious with our audience, what is your take on this with um, the Jesus topic? Leave it in the comments below or email us. I'm very curious to see what people think and where they land uh, on think, this topic. I think white Jesus absolutely has to go away. You know, in Sicily, yeah. we actually have black Jesus. Yeah. yeah. He is, he's like, there, there's a, in this little town called Tindari, T-I-N-D-A-R-I. There's like a whole legend about this woman who was racist against black people and her kid fell into the ocean. And then the Madonna appeared as a black person and like took Madonna the sea away. Madonna was black? She was black in this story <laughs> and she took the sea away and saved the kid. And to this day, there's like this huge sandbar in the shape of her. I don't know. You know, Sicily. The first I time those, I love, those I know I love those stories. Ones. The first but, time but I, I'm like good on Sicily for not yeah. being as racist as the rest yeah. of Italy. Yeah. The, uh, the first time I ever did. Oh, go ahead, Mary. I'm sorry. The first time I ever did DMT, I, uh, I came back black. and I said, I said, <laughs> guys, God's a woman and she's black. Mm. Swear to God. I, I, I believe black she is. Woman and she I, like, yeah. I will say I was brought up not gendering or assigning race to God of him or herself, oh, really? which is kind of weird. I yeah, don't know how weird that coming up Catholic uh, though. It, how did I mean, it was like, I remember we say, up. yeah, we do say God, the father, but like my parents were always like, we don't know what the fuck God is. Wow, we can't say that. Progressive. I know. I was yeah, like, yeah. okay. I always was like, the Bible is a great story. With a lot of holes in it. Yeah. 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 Because if you think about fact, it, the Bible was created by guys who heard voices and then they wrote yeah. it down. So, I think and I know that's not a popular opinion and people are going to disagree. We institutionalize with those people now. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Fun fact the Bible's made out of rice paper and technically edible. Really? <laughs> which which Bible? <laughs> it's usually printed on rice paper. Are you serious? Oh, when the little thin pages? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, I never yeah. thought about that. Oh, yeah. I've never eaten shit before, but I'd give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like pretty anti-Christianity. Yeah, from being you are. So do you think, Miss Miriam? I was. This is. The, I um. Do you think growing up religious, especially oh. in that type of a religion or like Jehovah yeah. Witness, um, it really if you don't stain it or you don't belong or feel like you belonged from day one, you're constantly battling for the day you get to leave that religion. Uh, yeah, and it's it really sucked for me because the church really utilized my talents. Like, yeah. I always was they uh, always helping with the plays and like the lead in the plays, and I did was in charge of the library and like I did all the gay stuff, yeah. and I like re was really involved in the church while still constant microaggressions of them not being like, well, you're gay, but them constantly trying to adjust me to make me not. And I, I remember disgusting conversations. Like, I remember one time. Uh, my youth minister, not the one that I wanted uh, to fuck me, the other one, was having a conversation <laughs> with my dad about one of his friends yeah. that was um, unconscious on a ventilator, and they couldn't tell if he was responsive or not. And this disgusting fucking man was like, what the doctors need to do is just stick a finger in his ass because that's what's unnatural, and if his butthole clenches, then he's awake and blah, and that's proof that Jesus, gay sex is God. nothing first to go in your butt. And it was like, literally what? just him and my dad, and it, it's and like it was a total <laughs> microaggression to yeah. me like my grandmother used to do it to me. It's fucking bullshit. They torture children. They rape kids. It's fucking bullshit. Wars started at white supremacy. It's fucking disgusting. I'm so anti everything yeah. about but it. But also Remington, Period. like how fucking closeted was that guy to bring up putting a finger up this guy's butthole over a catatonic? Like what? Who the fuck goes 
deserved it. Of course. You're so repressed. Like, oh my God. It's so crazy. That's but it's also like when you grow up in that, because I know growing up as a Jehovah Witness, a lot of it is, and maybe you can attest to this, Miss Mariam, a brainwashing. It's a lot of brainwashing and conditioning you. And I remember when I left the religion, um, having it was like going through detox to re because your brain's like a computer. It was literally like having to reprogram your brain to think like a normal person and to react mm-hmm. like a normal person. Yeah. A, a lot of yeah. things work like that. Yeah. I, I like officially gave up like 100%, like no more. I don't believe in this shit at all. Like four years ago, five years ago. And I still to this day will have like triggers or like think of things. That's so true. When you're brought up in it, like we were so in, like my dad was a deacon, played the piano. He still sings in a quartet. Like it was church. Like literally my life growing up was nothing but fucking church. Yeah. We used uh, to go at least four or five times a week. We were at church. Yeah, church. And we weren't allowed was- to associate with kids outside of the religion either. Like we, we only were in this of, li- little like bubble. bubble. All of our family friends were our church friends. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like so we would insane. do Bible study parties at the uh-huh. house. It, yeah. I don't get it. It's fucking weird. Well, like, when you do the research, it's so weird. Yeah, it the, is. or those organized religions fall under a lot of um, um, what is it like categories of of cult of a cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds cult like. Yeah, I I yeah, have it's like really a bizarre really I have a really way. weird like relationship with the Catholicism though, but I think like the whole church was set up as a refuge for gay people yeah. from day one. Because if you were gay, you became a priest. And that was kind yeah. of like the big institution yeah. that took these people out of the community to kind of protect yeah. them and then put them into a, a we, you know, they're not going to tell the lay people that they're having sex behind closed doors in the Vatican, but that's what's really happening. Yeah. And that's what happened for Children. thousands of years. Because of mm, years. I don't think mm. that that's like a whole different thing, but I really think that the whole institution was set up that way to try to bring in like the intelligent minds that were gay people into one centralized place. And that was a bad situation that happened later. But from the start, I think that that's what it was created to do. Yeah, it's but. I love how our um, topic for this week was stories, secrets mm, okay. and we well, went on a, like a 20 minute rant about we're religion. talking about the greatest fucking story. And thank you. Never ending, the greatest but, never ending story that's ever been told. Exactly. I would rather be writing on a luck dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to give a shout out to Wolf Tummy. He created um what is it? The dragon from God, why did he did do I... Falcor? Yes. Didn't you see no, that? No, the fuck way. I thought no he way. did. did. I thought not. it was him that did it. I could be wrong. But... Did you know that was almost Rolo's name? Where did his look name... at he's been? <laughs> his, na- um, his name was almost Falcor. I believe that because you're obsessed with that movie. Yes. Especially. That would be cute. <laughs> so is mine. Yeah. So you guys, back to as you brought up the Vatican. Um, uh-huh. I was researching some of the top secrets in the world that have become Ooh. that have been kept, and this one was on the list: the Vatican secret archives. Underneath the Vatican, there is over one hundred and fifty thousand documents that never get seen by anybody. Like there is just like what? catacombs 
of files that the Vatican keeps. And I'm so curious. <laughs> like, like the like RuPaul what? casting sheets. I know. They keep them at the Vatican. <laughs> With Miriam's name crossed out in red. <laughs> Implied. <laughs> but yeah, that was one of the world's top secrets. One of the other ones I found interesting was the uh, um, KFC chicken recipe. It's, no way. Yes. Nobody wants to know 19... how to make that nasty chicken. I don't I know. I know. But get this. Get wow. this. Hold on, you guys. Get this. So the company has only two executives have the ac- actual access to the full recipe, and those executives' names never get published. So people but can't what? have them down. But how and, is it in the Vatican? No, no, no. This is just oh. another one of the secrets. <laughs> How is Jackson? Oh, that was cute, sweetie. That was adorable. That was so that sweet. Was Look, so at her. Look at her. Kentucky Fried Catholic. Do you know where you are right now, Bashy? Do you smell I think toast? Are you outside? I'm outside. <laughs> one no. of the other biggest secrets is they've never found out who Jack the Ripper really was. No. I know. that. not that bizarre? Like, he killed mm, so well, many he's people. he's dead, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I found that one interesting. Um, the other big one was the death of Marilyn Monroe, because the LAPD mm. never ruled oh, it as a FBI suicide. Yeah, uh, yeah, because of JFK. There's so oh, many totally theories okay. about how mm-hmm. she died and yeah. everything. I found that one interesting. The other one was the body of Hitler. Nobody knows where it was buried or what they mm. did. I think they burned it, and who gives a shit? So. Mm-hmm. That one, and of course, Area Fifty One is another big one. Um, there's Remember a- when we stormed that? Like, yeah, this year? <laughs> with the with people oh, with yeah. the. Did you the hear that the house? Pentagon admitted to the existence of UFOs and said that they were built not on this Earth? Yep. Yeah, they, they. The New York Times just posted an article about it, and there's so much shit going on that literally no one's talking about it. Yeah, the government just- is like, we have stuff we uh, in our possession that was not built here. Yeah. Huh. Aliens are yeah. real, everybody. Every aliens are real. Uh, oh, okay, I, I'm not, not a lot of shit scares me. Like I'm not afraid of ghosts. I'm not like afraid of you know the occult very You're not much. Not afraid of Miriam and drag, which a lot. I'm of not afraid are, of Miriam but... and drag. We get along great. <laughs> I, I am unterrified. I can't aliens, help it, Miss Miriam. <laughs> aliens scare the absolute fucking shit out of me. Why? I'm terrified of them. Why? Because like. I don't want somebody coming here with technology that's nth degree better than our own that could just wipe us out. That's fucking scary. At this point, Mars attacks us all. Blow us the fuck up. That that movie movie has the biggest cast of like so so many stars. And and, oh my god, I love that movie is so interesting. uh, Tony, I'm so glad you brought that up because Miriam, I really think you need to do. Yeah, the the alien, alien the yeah, Michael's already done it. Oh fuck, Such whatever. You should do it, and I want yeah. the I, I want to see the wig, and just chew the gum. <laughs> it's popping. It's popping. It's popping. Pop okay, little down. mama. Yes, do it. Do it. I love Mars Attack. Me yes. too. Oh, yeah. and then you could have Michelada be like the little Chihuahua that Sarah Jessica Sarah, Parker with the head. Yeah. That ain't no little Chihuahua. Have no. y'all seen her? <laughs> just have her. Just Did have she get stung by a bee? What happened? 
Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. not. She looks like one of those cream puffs in a French bakery. She's, she is I, not here to defend herself. I know. We will have her come on and defend herself. You know what? My I love. Um, I love Mitch. You know she's never gonna get on RuPaul's Drag Race, but I do like that. Um, <laughs> so horrible. I do like when um, Valentina was teaching Monique Hart about cows, and she's like La Vaca, La Vaca, yeah. La Vaca. <laughs> because I mean, at least Michelada got her um, her one little. Uh, uh, shout out. Shout out. Um, this was one of the other world secrets that I found. I wonder if you guys, you probably heard of this. The New World Order. The New World yes. Order. Yeah. I believe in that. Yeah. I do too. For people to I believe that know, there are people that are high, high, high up that Yes. It's a secret Absolutely. group that pretty much runs the world and says what goes on. Oh, yeah. And every, like, it's. If you haven't, if you don't know, I'll look up the new world, do your research on it. It is kind of scary if you think about it. The Illuminati. It. Oh, as part of it. There's a ton of other groups like the Illuminati that are part of this new world order. It's it's super bizarre. If you get a chance, read into it. But in a gist, it, like you said, Bashi, it's the elite of the world. A lot of politicians, um, scientists, and people in different countries that pretty much run the countries are all part of this group and pretty much dictate how the world is. Well, and that's not and necessarily a bad thing if they do the, the well, right Well, apparently thing. they're bad. The fuck, so. No. Or, it's the Illuminati, Catholic Church, po- politicians, governments, extremists are I don't all part think, of this. Thing. No, I don't think yeah. it's the church or politicians. Oh, I believe the Catholic money. Church is prob- probably no, part of it. No, Jeff, yes. No. It's fucking Jeff Bezos. It's like all of those clowns that are running shit. Oh, no, I'm talking about like people above Jeff Bezos. Yeah. There's no people above Jeff Bezos. Well, Marianne. have you guys heard about Bohemian you, Grove? Bohemian Grove? Where's mm-hmm. that at? It's in California. Yes. It is a it is a, oh, uh, a private club. Yes, I've heard about they, this. Yeah. They parodied but it on the, the House of Cards. Yeah, they pretty much all presidents have been there, mm-hmm. and somebody snuck a camera in, and they said it was a play that they were doing. But they're in all of these crazy owl masks and rituals, and yeah. they're killing people and bloodletting mm-hmm. on stage and stuff. But yeah. it's a play. But apparently, like pretty much every president has been there. Go read about Bohemian Grove and see yeah. the pictures and stuff. There's it's all these like ornate owl statues it's up in uh northern california yeah there was a documentary about it where they actually show that footage you're talking about miss mariam it's weird but speaking of that you guys did you know san diego has urban legends and some of these i've never heard about yeah my drag mom looks glam well yeah she's the biggest urban legend (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the biggest part of that urban legend is how she gave birth to you i mean okay. that, talk Stretch. about a work of jesus jesus christ oh. um so one of the ones this one i found <laughs> this one i found that interesting so we're gonna get into a little san diego urban legends um back in the early 80s there was this this um Unidentified petroleum-based buildup underneath downtown San Diego that was called the Blob. And it was this big mass that was growing under the city. And people were terrified that it was going to explode and to destroy all of downtown. And it put a stop to all development of downtown in the 80s because of this. I know, look at, she has jokes ready for this one. I just can't uh, stop uh, thinking about Michelada. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> Wow, I know. I know. Oh, poor ah, Misha. I just can't. 
You're so fucked up. You're so fucked up, Mariah. I love her so much. I got to see her. So do I. miss her so fucking much. I miss her and everybody. All of them. I know. We never get to see her. Back to the petroleum. Yes. So it was deemed the blob. And people had conspiracy theories that, you know, San Diego is a military military town. Mm -hmm. So that it was a government-produced weapon um, that they were going to test out. Um, on San Diegans, so that was oh wonderful. god! I know. Can you imagine? That's insane. Huh. Yeah, I yeah. was here in the eighties. <laughs> you Below were so was I. What happened to it? Um, they they sorry they had people go down and they did it. It turned out to be a bubble of gas and some other compounds. Lovely. Yeah, but they hmm. were able to get rid of it. Another. Have you, of, huh? wait, have you heard about fatbergs? Fatbergs, no. Yeah, they exist in major cities like London and New York, but it's like all of the soap and like bacon fat and shit people just pour down the drain form these gigantic like house sized blobs of just fat, and they block up sewers and like back up toilets and shit, and like it's a constant problem that they have to like really clean out. Yeah, it's crazy. Interesting. Yeah. So another urban legend here in San Diego. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this one. Um, glass tile tiles in the sidewalks downtown. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah, one? like those little square ones. Yeah, and they're they're like in a grid pattern. Yeah. I've seen them. What the fuck so, are they? We don't have a subway. No, but they are. If you look down into them, there's a series of tunnels that run underneath the streets. Yes, and so okay, people I know have said this. that yeah. they have walked by these glass tiles and have seen um objects moving people moving um and there was a huge like urban legend rumor for a long time that they were taking homeless people within san diego down there to do experiments on them the military was and that's how they were getting them back and forth through the military bases was under san diego in these tubes I, I'm like I've never that heard that. Sound, I've lived there all my life. So. That is insane. I know. Thank you, Miriam. It's not. I think it is. Um, yeah, I one of the cities that has too. the biggest military base in the country, and also one of the biggest homeless, homeless populations in the country. Yeah, but Are apparently they going they, anywhere. I know. Apparently, they stopped <laughs> doing experiments because the homeless crisis in San Diego is insane. So, oh, you can thank San Francisco for that yeah. and our terrible fucking government. <laughs> So and, one of and the Phoenix and Vegas. One of the last. Well, you guys all know about Mission Hills Park, right? That is buried on a gravesite. Yes, yeah. I didn't yeah, know that. Everybody knows that. Um, the big I one. I didn't know that. This, well, you're new to San Diego. I know. So tell. Yeah, so tell welcome. The people Your kids know. are playing on a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> park or that. No, Mission Hills Park, Park and yeah, Mission Hills Park. Actually, yeah. both of them both have of them. it. It's yeah. so gorgeous yeah. over there, though. It is. It is. But the park, the people who developed the park didn't really give a shit back in the 70s, 80s when it was built. And they built wow. it on yeah. top of a grave, unmarked graves. Find out later that there's a ton of people buried there. Um, but but in recent years, they have put the tombstones Tombstones back? back up, so you can actually go to Mission Hills Park and see some of the tombstones. I wow. I think people in this country have a stupid relationship with death, and like graveyard should not be something we shy away. Oh from. God, no, no. I think there's yeah, something that you have. There's, there's something that you have energy. sex in. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> if you're not down to eat my ass in the graveyard, I'm not down. 
Fuck me in a mausoleum, okay? So the other, a, this one like a great is, song title. is a, a huge urban legend in San Diego that I remember from when I was a kid. And I actually went here, and Rob has a story about this, Proctor Valley Road down in Chula Vista. So this is yes, a, this one that. is, do you remember it, Bashi? Because yes. you're, you're native. So yes. Proctor Valley Road, it was a road down from Chula Vista, road east to the northeast. And it was like a gravel road. Well, now, now it's not Closed as off, long. right? Yeah, because pe- development has kind of, um, what's it got? Got rid of most of the road, but you can still do it. But the road has so much lore to it. Uh, one of the big stories was the Proctor Valley Road Road Monster, who had he's seven foot or it's seven feet tall with a cow head and is responsible for a lot of murders out there. <laughs> I remember hearing that as a kid, and the the and every <laughs> urban legend has this like stories, but like the hitchhiker. There's supposedly when you drive on. Proctor Valley Road, you'll find a hitchhiker, a young woman in her teens. And the legend goes is if you pick her up, she's going to be super nice to you, seems normal, but she will kill you before you before you get to the end of Proctor Valley Road. And there's Where's another, it end? It I'm ends in Hamul. Hamul. Oh, into Hamul. Okay. Yeah. And it's a gravel road from what I remember once you get on it. And another one on of it. the big legends is the headlights. Is if you're yes. driving your car, you remember this, especially, and yeah, you yeah, stop yeah. it at a certain spot on um, Proctor Valley Road behind your car and turn off your car, you'll see two orbs, glowing lights that look like headlights coming up behind you, and then they'll split off because they're not attached to anything and float in front of your car and keep going and disappearing. That's one of the other what? ones that they. Yeah, talk I've about. heard that yeah. one. That's we, creepy. That just we, creeps me out a bit. We need to yeah. do a whole episode about San Diego urban legends. I know, so, I know. There's like, there's like what Point Loma Nazarene was before it was a university. That, yeah, that made the list have, too. All the cults, Heaven's Gate. Oh yes. my God, Heaven's I go, Gate. I could go in on San for, Diego, and so, that's um, an interesting awful karaoke. Story. Just mentioned that in our chat what? about Heaven's Gate. Yeah, Heaven's Gate's yeah. A, a big one. But Proctor Valley Road. When I was in high school, I think it was high school. Um, a, me and a group of friends actually piled into my car, and we drove out to Proctor Valley Road. And let me tell you. It was creepy as fuck. Let's go. Like, I yeah. that's what I was like. Let's take a field trip and go, go to Proctor Valley Road. Fuck it, it was really creepy because <laughs> we knew the lore of the road. So when you're going up towards it back in the day, it was a normal like asphalt, and then it just turns into gravel, and you're literally mm-hmm. like out nowhere. It's dead. It's like there's so much weird it's shit. So back in East and you get the most creepiest feeling on the road just comes over you and robbie actually did a film about proctor valley road years ago right rob oh, like country songs yeah hey everybody i'm here too i don't really Hi, have a hey um i don't really have a story about proctor valley road but you did it. what was the film you did was so it called we Proctor did, Valley Road? We did a little film about Pornhub? Proctor Valley Road. It was a, a, a <laughs> an in, it was an independent local thing that we did for for San Diego. It only played at like one local theater, but yeah. it was um about uh 
uh, some people that were investigating the mysteries of Proctor Valley Road, and there was a, a flashback they did back to the 1970s where there was a couple that got murdered down the yeah. road. So I just um, played one of the killers um, that killed one of the two back in the yeah. flashback. But um, it was it's a creepy dirt road that goes from... Uh, Chula Vista Hamul, and um, it's it, it, there are so many stories about it, like yeah. Chupacabra ish type stories where mm-hmm. cows disappear and get eaten. Speaking and, of Menchilada and Bigfoot okay. and like the ghosts, and so, um, but anyway, so it gets kind of creepy at night, yeah, it does, it gets very creepy at night. Thank you, Robert. Hey, Rob. Can be, the, can be the name of the episode, Speaking of Michelada. <laughs> <laughs> it totally should be. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Rob. Has has anybody actually died on this road? Yes, many people. Many people. um, From my research that I was doing, there's a lot of people that have gone missing on Proctor Valley Road. Um, Also, too, Heaven Bakery used to be off of Proctor Valley Road. And the story with Heaven Bakery, years and years ago, the owner of it found his daughter in the basement one day, and she was... She hung herself. He wow. went into a panic and a rage and went upstairs and killed everybody that was in the bakery and then killed himself. And Is this bil- true? Yes, this is a true story. You can look it up. Killed himself. So the bakery stayed open like after that, and it was something else. And it was one of the most haunted places, and it was off of Proctor Valley Road. And they used to get a lot of people... Um, that would go like tourists wanting to go ghost hunt and people were winding up missing. So they had to demolish the whole heaven bakery. And if you drive out today, I believe you can still see like remnants of where the, the foundation bakery was. Yeah. Jesus. Is that crazy? San Diego is haunted as fuck. That's yeah. Look dark. at, look at, um, what's it called? Old town. Whaley Old House, Ma- Hotel Dell, the U.S. Grant, the all mission. of Gaslamp. Yeah. The, the mission, mission is one the of the mission- most haunted places in America. Okay. So. Let me let me tell you something about the mission. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Bash. Uh, this is talk about institutional racism that we have to deal with in California. Every fucking fourth grader had to build a model of a mission in California. And I'm yeah. like, this is the equivalent of building a model of Auschwitz. And we did this in fourth grade. Yeah. All the missions were, was getting native peoples, rounding them up and forcing them to work in forced labor. Mm-hmm. It was. Let, let's be honest about it. I mean, they're, they're churches now, but that's what they are. But that's what they were. Of course, they're going to be haunted as yeah. fuck. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But those are just some. There is a whole slew. I think we, we might do a whole episode on San Diego urban legends. Ooh, maybe in like October. A yes. I think yes. that's a great idea. For our yeah. Halloween season. So those are just a few of the local urban legends that I found. But to end this whole little thing we're gonna do confessions and this is how we're gonna do it we all sent mr robbie um some confessions we have to get off our chest rob's gonna read all of them and when we have to guess out of all of us who is the one that sent that confession are you ready robbie these are my confessions. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. I have to put my glasses on for this to read. Oh, God. Um, oh. They're not long. No. So, um, first one. Okay, first one. First confession. So one time when I was a kid, and nobody looked guilty, we're going to read all these and you're going to have to guess them at the end. So story one. So one time when I was a kid, I was trying to make it to the bathroom at Walmart, and I didn't quite make it, and then I shit my pants a little. To try and cover up the smell, I started spraying my clothes down with air freshener. 
my parents totally caught me. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I already know who this is. (laughs) Okay, that's story number one. Nobody give it away because nobody give it away. We got two more. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Next confession. They say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Oh, I already know who this <laughs> is. <laughs> some, some, sometimes they get stuck in Vegas. So after many drunken nights, I decided to stay at an, an extra two days and bored and drunk and whatever else midweek I was looking for trouble. I was there with a gentleman friend. We decided to call upon one of the men of the I night to is. give us a performance in our hotel room. He danced for us, and I learned what it was like to be a woman at a bachelorette party. It was silly, fun, but nothing really happened. That part isn't my confession so the gentleman and i started to become intimate and randy after the dancer had left and for fun i dug through my bag and brought out some toys for entertainment we had a great time and when he finished the gentleman came out of the bathroom and informed that one of the toys had gone up inside of him deep inside of him. no i know who this is a while ago um he, a while ago he, he told me to try to get it out he tried to get it out but he couldn't he looked He looked me deep in the eyes and said I was going to have to go in there and take it out myself. I was terrified. I (laughs) I tried to talk him out of it. I tried to figure out other options, but he said that if I didn't get it out, we would have to go to the hospital. I took a giant shot of vodka, took a giant breath, closed my eyes, reached further than I have ever reached in my life, and then I pulled it out. I felt like I was hyperventilating, but I did it, and it was a success. We packed up and left shortly after. To this day, I've never told another soul about that night. <laughs> Until today. Until and that's how you YouTube. Okay, trick next to one. podcast. <laughs> okay, story number three. Um. <laughs> Look at Miriam's face. <laughs> Two weeks ago, when I was uh, when the Supreme Court ruled that LGBTQ community oh. could not be fired on the basis of gender or sexual orientation, I said to one of these groups, "Great, now I can't be fired for sucking dick and liking Lady Gaga." <laughs> I thought that was funny, so I copied it, and um, I copied it to a couple other groups of people. Two hours later, while I was talking to my family, I wanted to send them a funny meme, but I didn't hit copy and accidentally sent that line about dick sucking and Lady Gaga instead. (laughs) That would have been awkward enough, but I still had the big coming out. I still had not had the big coming out talk, even though everyone knew. We just don't do that sort of thing in my family. We were more private life kind of people. So I broke up the tension and said, quote, I was exaggerating. I'm really more of an Ariana Grande fan. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. I hadn't really come out to my family until two weeks ago. But in the end, they thought it was funny. (laughs) Uh, I I can name all of those. I already know who they are. I already know yeah, who they are. I know too. <laughs> do you? How yeah. about you, Bashy? Do you know who those belong yeah, to? Yeah, I, think I, I gave do. you mine, Rob, but you didn't. You don't remember it. So wow. Well, well, wait a minute. Where to- Tony was when? It, no, it no, was, it was Rob us. didn't. He yeah, he didn't. Wait, write he texted it. It, it, it could have been any of us. You in person because okay. we live okay. kind of remember. Right. So I'll go. I'll tell mine later after we figure out your guys's. Okay. So who wants to go first with the guessing? Uh, you know what? Since well, I didn't get mine yet, it has to be you. Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, I know the coming out is Bashy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the fisting has to be Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, it's Eric. 
<laughs> that was actually and my the shit the pants, no other than Mrs. Mary. Mary. Walmart yeah. gave it away. I should the wall. It's the Walmart. It, gave it, away. it was. It was the Walmart. Walmart. I was like, damn, damn it. it. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that reminded me of my shit story. Remember when I told you this wasn't too long ago? How I my boss scared me at work and I shit my pants, so I had to <laughs> run to the bathroom and it was all over my underwear. Oh, and yes. I had to take a shower and then I made underwear out of paper towels and immediately told my brother who thought it was a hilarious to send the copy of our text messages about me shitting my pants and post it all over social media. So, why yeah. would you tell her? Because I tell her everything. I miss That's Manny. Why. Oh. I, oh, my God. oh my God. I have many a shit story. Who hasn't yeah. shit their who, pants? Raise your hand. Who hasn't? Exactly. We've all shit. Yeah, pants. Rob shit his pants in Parliament. We all know that. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> we already heard that story. That is not even a confession. Yeah, go anymore. back to our London episode and hear he all about. He shit his pants where the Queen gets, get, like, gets Parliament entered. <laughs> yeah, I did. Have I ever told y'all the? Oh, go ahead, Rob. No, I was just gonna say I have I have my confession also, and um, I can't. Well, I can't believe we're gonna talk about it on the podcast. What is it? I'm curious. You didn't <laughs> tell me. About chocolate cake. What's worse? Than oh, chocolate, chocolate cake. cake. Oh, chocolate. Yeah, we to- okay. Anyway, go ahead, Robbie. <laughs> well, one time I entered a big dick contest and it came in last place. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! No, that's why he's a bottom. No, <laughs> yeah. shut up. But like, don't don't take that <laughs> don't take that the wrong way because I have to finish the rest of the story. Okay, how can you top that? There's, there's more. Literally, how can you top that? All the other contestants were horses. <laughs> no. Minchilato was at the Del Mar race Anyways, <laughs> Um, we gotta Rob stop. We got it like, out of control. Oh God, is the hour up yet? <laughs> Not yet. Okay, finish your story. <laughs> well, one minute. Finish your story. So. <laughs> well, okay. Um, when I was still living in Michigan, we used to go over to Windsor, Ontario, to a bar that you Detroiters in Windsor might remember. You lost I don't a Canadian dick contest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bar over there called the Happy Tap. I don't know if it's still there. I haven't been there in years. But um, ever since you lost the dick contest, they, <laughs> but upstairs they have a bar. Downstairs they have the uh, um, stage where they have uh, male strippers and yeah. shows. And they had a big dick contest, so they were looking for people to join it. Nobody wanted to do it. Everybody in my group's like, "Come on, Robbie, do it, do it!" So they're like, "Robbie, Rob," I'm like, "Okay, well, if nobody's entering, I'll win the prize." Yeah. So like, I'll do it. And now in Ontario, at least. It's full nudity. You only have to leave on one pull of clothes, one part, one piece of clothing, and okay. everyone leaves on their like socks. a sock, a sock. Okay. They, yeah, 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 on their feet. Uh-huh. So um, not a cock sock. Not no, <laughs> everything else completely naked. So, so what did were you butt ass? So you have to go in the back and start fluffing. Yeah, and get ready. And they're like, okay, well, we only have two people in the contest. So then they decided there's a group of guys from toronto there that are real strippers and porn stars so they're like we need more people so they put all them in there and they all have massive cocks and big bulging muscles (laughs) 
So then they send us all out on stage. <laughs> were you butt ass naked? Yes. yes. Rob, you were butt wow. ass naked. <laughs> butt ass naked. The, I love when we find out these little nuggets I about know. Rob's past I life. Love, I, I love Rob's past life. In a full, it was it. a full bar of cheering drunk gays. And so then um, butt naked then you stage. have to dance and flop. And, and you can't dance. No, you can't dance. I can't dance. So then when it came time for judging, the whole bar voted and I came in last place. But I don't think that is I don't think that's fair. That's not no, a fair no, assessment. Not. Right, Tony? No, that's fair. not a fair no, assessment. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, Thank that's you, my Rob. confession. Thank you for sharing. Thank wow. you, Rob. Thank wow. you. Wonderful. Wow. Sorry. I don't know how we can top that. I really don't. Oh my god. Thoughts? Wow. Thoughts, everybody? I thoughts? I, I'm just trying to imagine. The Rob that I know, I know, is not the Rob that was no. in that story. No, no, no. Uh, the Rob that we know, think was of not all the Rob this... that worked at Moe's. Yeah, think of all the little nuggets Rob has dropped on this podcast that we're all like, "What the?" Think about the little nugget that he dropped in Parliament. I know. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I've never been fully naked in public. Oh, I have. I have <laughs> too many I haven't times. Either. Too many times. That sounds terrifying. No, that's not true. I've been to Black Speech. Well, there you go. See? Yeah, yeah. The, those are some confessions you all have. Those were juicy. Those are juicy. Thank you, Robbie, for that. I'm resigning from the podcast. <laughs> I know. Rob can just like take all of our spots and just be Yeah. Done. Oh, my God. That was too funny. But I wanted to um, finish it off since we're already at an, at an hour. We're going to do a really, really, really quick carol. For everybody. Carol for once. Oh shit! It stopped. Um, but yes, Carol of the week. <laughs> Make them quick, you guys. Anybody got a Carol this week? Okay, go ahead. Christianity. Christianity. You have to tell me if I've said this already, okay. though, because I may have. Um, I have a neighbor who's a bit of a Karen. Mm-hmm. And she did this to my friend of color that was waiting outside of my building to let him up. Yeah. Can I help you with something? Wait, do we know mm-hmm. this friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brown Delicious. He's a, mm-hmm. but he's a, no. He's Middle Eastern. <laughs> no. He's Middle Eastern, but she was like, Can I, I know, but he, he is like the most non threatening. I know. I know. I with a dog, with a big fucking gay ass dog. That's a Sheltie too. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, so stupid. Yeah. Did it's like, what's he gonna one? do? Hug, hug you to I death? Like, fucking mind your goddamn business. I love how you're whispering. I know. I know like, she, she might be able to hear. It. It's like MSR. What is it? I know. Now? Yeah. A burrito. <laughs> Listen, you. Jesus. I'm Pixie Vixen Styles. This is my bean and cheese burrito. Ah, come to me, you- witches, bitches. <laughs> How dare you bring up my husband? <laughs> so what did you do, Bashy? He's a beast. I didn't know about it until after he came in, but he just completely ignored her, which is what you wow. should do. Yeah. But I was like, good. oh my God. God. 
Anyway, that's my Carol. Stupid. What about you, Miss Miriam T? Do you have a quick Carol for us this week? Um, I Christianity. Yep, Christianity. Done. Good one. Mine is a mask. People wear your goddamn mask. I'm tired of seeing all you idiots giving stupid ass excuses why you don't want to it's wear a mask. It's, it's not, not that, that hard. It's not that hard. It really is hard. And if you're not, if you are one of those people, you're a fucking idiot. That's my Carol. Mm. Go <laughs> ahead, Eric. I have a Carol. Um, Tyra Sanchez actually relates to what we were talking about earlier. Leaked to the winner three days beforehand I saw of that. I was so Drag Race. She somehow had she somehow had a photo of Shea uh, Coulee winning, like, and leaked it online. Tyra Sanchez you... needs to be stopped. Exactly. I oh, what a I agree. Moron. Stop it, Carol. After she called in, bomb. After she alluded to bomb threats and stuff at DragCon, that she should be one hundred percent like. 86. 86. I agree. I agree and you know, when she went to jail for not paying child support. Oh. How does she? She should be. She shouldn't be able to maintain a social media no. account for for that's like an act of terrorism. Yeah, uh, it's a, just people are dumb. People are dumb. But those are our quick carols of the week, you guys, for this week. Yeah. Um, you guys. You can li- watch us every week live on Saturdays, 12.30, on the Now Trending app and the Out at TV app. We are there and, of course, on YouTube. Um, I do want to let everybody know, next Thursday, the 30th, um, we will have our very my very first episode of a new podcast I'm doing called Film Springa. So we're oh. going to be doing the live video version of it um, on, on our channel on Who Invited Her. Um, next Thursday at 8 p.m. And then the first episode will be on Who Invited Her and then it'll go to its own own thing. But for people who are movie buffs, you will love this podcast. It's me and two of my friends. One of them grew up um, very, very religious and strict. Never watched hardly any movies as a kid and as a teenager. Where me and my other friend, Bryn, watched everything under the sun. So we get to... Do a little bit of nostalgia watching some of our favorite movies. And then my friend Lena gets to watch it from Virgin Eyes. And we talk about it, review it, see if they still hold up after all these years. And kind of do a kind of a religious take on these movies and why they were banned from her childhood. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Go is ahead, it, it going to be live? Yes, live. Okay, great. At 8 p.m. Yes. Okay, so I think, I'm, I'm there. Um, this this first episode we're just going to kind of give a background but the first movie um in two weeks that we're going to review is mommy dearest because my friend jonesy's never seen it before ever so we're going to sit down and bryn and i we were obsessed with this movie so that's going to be the first one on the list i don't even know what to do like i don't even need to watch that in real time i just need to watch you guys because i know the whole movie yeah exactly so we're gonna give a little history of the movie and then we're gonna see how well it holds up and then get lena's virgin (laughs) eyes um what she really thinks about the movie watching it for the very first time ever yeah um so it's gonna be a lot of fun that's next thursday at 8 p.m here on who invited her it'll be film springa um and how do people find you miss Miriam t and miss Miriam t has 
a web show coming up for her birthday. Yeah, I actually have a few things. I have a few things to plug. So give me just a minute. Um, You can go to my website, (laughs) sheherme.com. You can follow me on Instagram at TheMariamT. Some fun new stuff happening at Urban Mo's. Speaking of Mommy Dearest, um, on Thursday nights, you can come hang out with me for Throwback Thursdays and um, our movie night outside at Moe's. Every Thursday night, we have like a home style meal and we do two um, of my favorite movies back to back last week we did mommy dearest this thursday so if you're listening to the podcast this thursday is a double meryl feet meryl street feature so we're doing the devil wears prada and death becomes her mm-hmm. um and then um you can catch me hosting wine club at inside out saturday august 1st um there are still some seats available and if you want to do it from the comfort of your own home you can order an at home wine club kit it'll come with your charcuterie board your printout oh, of all the info yeah. and all five of the wines in mason jars and you can still order Order the wine at Wine Club price online. You'll still get a okay. link to order the wine cheaply. And then stay tuned on August 22nd. Um, I am doing my 29 and Divine birthday show. Um, that's going to be... Um, all the links will be on my social media. So that's Saturday, August 22nd is going to be my virtual drag birthday show. It's called 29 and Divine. Yes. So that's what's going on with me. Yeah. Yay, you have a lot coming up. And how do people find Finally. you, Mr. Bash? And that's Simonam underscore bash. There you go. <laughs> and, that's it. and how do people find you, Eric? Um, you can find me pulling dildos that have been lodged out of gentlemen uh, okay. callers here in the city. I or do you think- can find me or you can find me on Instagram at Party Boy Eric. We need to have a follow-up segment yeah, on yeah. all of this. I have a lot of commentary on this. So if you guys no, want to get detailed on these stories, I think we'll start next week's show. Wait, no, Eric and Miss Miriam aren't here next week. Not here. Damn oh, it. So in a couple weeks, we're going to we're gonna explore these topics a little more. Right. But you can find the podcast <laughs> at whoinvitedher underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, we are whoinvitedherSD on Twitter and Facebook. I'm Tony underscore baloney underscore macaroni on Instagram and Twitter. And I've been kind of trying to be more active on Twitter. Um, So go follow me there. You can watch us every week, like I said, at 1230 live. Um, Email us at the gang at whoinvitedher.net. Send us your stories. We want to hear any story you have. It could be related to any topic. Just a true story. So... We can do stories part two with all of your stories. I'm very curious Burr. to see what, what you all have going on. Um, send and that's us your it. shame. Yes, admit your shame. shame. But this week, you guys, I thought it was appropriate for this um, episode. We're going to leave you with a band that I really like. This song is called Confessions Obsession, and it's by um, Kill Lincoln. It's a little different than what we normally play. It's a little rock and roll, So, but we will see everybody next week. Bye! Bye. Bye.